0: This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 527. Great to have your company once again. Thank you for listening. This is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, how you can save money ...by taking a look at your mobile plans, your internet and subscription services. Ala has released a new security camera and a whole home security system. And DJI has released a more affordable version of the popular Mavic 3 drone. In the tech guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the new Apple TV 4K. We also take a listen to the Bose QuietComfort 2 earbuds and Sony has finally revealed the release date and pricing of its VR2 headset. And we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide Help Desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well. If anyone was paid attention last week to the the federal budget, it's uh, a pretty depressing time with rising interest rates and uh, ballooning inflation, cost of living pressures, left, right and centre, increased petrol prices, grocery prices, power bills are going to go up by 53% in the next couple of years. So, yeah, it's time to tighten the belt. And it's not like... If if you cast your mind back, if those of you old enough to remember the the time before the internet and mobile phones and streaming and all that, we do have a lot more in our lives that we're paying for, and I'm talking about mobile phone plans, internet plans, streaming services. There's so many things that as individuals and as families back back in the day these weren't things that were invented and of course we didn't have to pay for them but today is a different story yet these are the services that I think people are going to be looking at to try to save some money. Boost Mobile did a a study about this and and their their study says that 90% of Australians are looking to tighten their belts including reviewing their current mobile plans. Now according to their research... Uh, there, there was a great deal of people uh, that I think sixty four percent had been with their existing mobile provider for more than three years, and twelve percent more than two years. So it's it, we're, we're if if we are look if you're happy with your carrier that's great, but what happens in that time plans change. So even if it's not a matter of changing your provider, your telco, it's well worth a look to review what you've got. Because I've got news for you, folks. They're not going to jump on the phone and tell you, Telsa's not going to ring you and say, Johnny, you know, you can save 40 bucks a month. You're on a plan that's old and you're paying way too much for it. Optus is going to say, hey, Steve, let, let, why don't you save 50 bucks a month by getting to this plan? We see you only use 20 gig of data, but you're paying for 300 And these are, these are realities. These are things we need to look at because – if you you can quite easily look at your your mobile plan. So if you're with Telstra, Vodafone, Optus, or even the other mobile virtual network operators like Boost Mobile, like Belong, like Aldi, Kogan, they're all out there. You can easily check your average data use and you'll be surprised how little data we use, even though, yeah, Optus or Telstra are going to promise you 200 gigabytes a month, but they know that you're not going to get anywhere near it so they can promise you a gigabyte per month and you're not going to even you're not going to even not a gigabyte I'm talking about a, a terabyte they could give you a terabyte per month but you're not going to get anywhere near it and yet you're paying top dollar for that for that particular plan i know as consumers we it's a numbers game we like to know, we like to know that we've got all this data to, to play with but if if that's costing you 20 30 50 bucks extra per month it's definitely worth taking stock of what you've got. And not just for you, maybe also for your partner and for your family. You may have children, grown up kids that have got their own phones. You might have a family plan. So between you all, there's a real opportunity to save on your plans. Now, Boost Mobile, of course, have their range of uh, of pretty good value with their prepaid plans They're using all of Telstra, by the way. So this is Telstra is what who Boost Mobile use. A lot of people think that uh, if I if I'm using a if there's a carrier or a mobile virtual network operator like Boost or or Mace in one of those that they're not getting the full use of the network. We, in, in the case of Boost Mobile, you are. You, you, you can access 5G, you can access everything. So if if, if it's if being with Telstra is necessary because you live in, a, in an area where their reception is your only choice or the strongest choice, then that's definitely worth pursuing right there. So I think, yeah, that, that's that's something to look at. Uh, we do really need to check ourselves. But in, even, even the devices uh, that we use, there are plenty of places where they sell refurbished devices, including Boost. Boost actually sell their refurbished iPhones through Kohl's. So if you rock up at Coles one day, you can pick up some groceries, which are costing more as well, but you might be able to save a bit of money by a refurbished iPhone rather than having a shell out for a brand new iPhone, which costs a couple of thousand bucks up to you. But these are ways to, in which you can save money. Now, th- there are smartphones that you can buy that are under $100, and of, you know, of course, they're not as good as the latest iPhone. But uh, if, if in these times where for, the, for those customers who just need a device for calls and maybe using some apps and checking emails and sending messages, then there are plenty of choices on the phone side as well. And like I said, you don't have to buy a new phone. You can buy a refurbished phone that – still works well it's been through uh 73 point inspection uh it's 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 covered for warranty for 12 months 30 day uh satisfaction guarantee this is through boost so uh there there are plenty of those op- options as well now what about the other stuff we spend our money on and that is uh well, let's talk internet plans and it's this is this is a how long's a piece of string this discussion can go for hours but I off also think that you should, if if you haven't already done this, see what sort of plan you're on, see what sort of speed you're getting, and shop around. The beauty of being on the NBN is that you're not stuck with a telco. I, I, I demonstrated that last week. If you heard uh, episode 526 – I I've parted ways with Optus after a quarter of a century, and you can go back and listen to that if you haven't already heard it. but that was a result of their incompetence. But anyway, there are deals out there where you can you can get a plan that maybe suits your the speeds you want, suits the price you want. And of course, if it's if it's just a couple of people in a house not, not going nuts, then 50 megabits a sec- per second speeds are fine. But if you're in a household, you've got kids, and everyone's hammering the network, you know, streaming, playing games, then of course you'd have to look at a hundred megabits per second or more. But you can also shop between carriers. The different speed packs, like Telstra, for example, their fifty megabits per second plan is is more expensive than other carrier fifty megabits per second plan. And just getting back to the mobile too. Just be aware, and a lot of people are, are a little uncertain about this, you can port your number. You're not going to lose your phone number. There's a lot of people still thinking, oh, if I changed from one telco to another, I'm going to lose my number. No, you're not. That is your number. You can port it wherever you want, and you don't even have to tell your telco. If you're, if you're going from Optus to Telstra or vice versa – you just go to the new carrier you want. They'll contact Optus on your behalf. You'll get a phone call and a text message to confirm that you are porting your number, and just to, just so that they'll make that an extra step, a security step for you. But it, it is relatively simple. And same thing for the internet too. Uh, the you the, the the I think with in my case, I switched from Optus to Aussie Broadband. And Optus now know that I, I haven't. I, I my phone call to them to tell them I didn't want the thing. got cut off anyway. I haven't called them back, but they no longer have my service because Aussie Broadband told the NBN that they they've taken over the connection and it's been activated through them. So Optus I uh, can't charge me for anything more because they don't. I don't have a plan with them anymore. So the internet's not coming from them anymore. So it, it's 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 it, it easy to do. It is it is easy to change. The other thing. And I'm I'm actually in this, this this discussion with my parents at the moment. they 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 got their recent Telstra bill and it was a little bit higher than normal, and they're looking at ways they can trim the different parts of the plan. Like the plan it has a Foxtel account uh, with two boxes and their and their internet and home phone, uh, but they're looking at maybe taking off a couple of packages. Like I know we're big we're big footy fans, and I suggested to my dad, I said, why don't you just knock off the sport package? That's twenty nine bucks a month maybe even 39 bucks a month, knock that off till March. And then when the footy season starts back on, tick that box again. Or, you know, I said maybe switch to Foxtel now instead of having a box. And I know they sort of – they panicked a bit thinking, oh, but I can't record. But everything on Foxtel is on demand. Even even live footy, you can go back and watch it again. So it's – there are ways. I think you just need to change your thinking a little bit and just open your mind to the possibilities. Same thing for subscription services. Do you need all the subscription services? I know they are only a few bucks a month, uh, but there are are plenty of choices. Do you need to have more than one, more than two, more than three? Do you have Foxtel as well? Do you need to have Foxtel if you've got Netflix? Do you need to have Netflix if you've got Foxtel? So these are questions that I think – the family has to sit down at the table, do a bit, spend some time, do a bit of life admin, and you may find that you can save some serious money per year because uh, the other prices for the groceries and petrol, you're not going to stop buying groceries. You're not going to stop filling your car with petrol. You still need to use those things. You still need to eat. You still need to power your house. You still need to pay off your home. So they're things you can't change as easily. Whereas these other services are things you can have a, a, a bit of a of saving on if you do your homework. If you want to read more about that Boost Mobile survey and all the other things we've written, we wrote a story a couple of weeks ago about how you can save a power and water with the smart home devices. All of those stories are at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Well, haven't Arlo been busy this week? They've released not one product but two products. They've got a new Pro 5S 2K security camera and they've got their new home security package as well. Now, the Arlo, of course, is the leading brand when it comes to security, wireless security cameras and being able to monitor your home or office or building site. They've got a range of cameras that can do that. This new camera, the Pro S 2K, is particularly interesting because it has tri-band connectivity. So uh, there is so you can access the 2.4 gigahertz band and the 5 gigahertz band and also a separate Arlo secure link band. This has been released in the US first, so I'll find out more about that third secure link band which enables the camera to keep its connectivity even during a power outage, a blackout or an internet outage because you think about it, a normal camera, you unplug it, you unplug, take your power out, there goes your Wi-Fi, there goes your the power to run it, so it's useless. But they do have the, the Alo Go 2, which has got a 4G SIM, but this, is, this uses different technology. We'll know more about that when it lands in Australia in the coming months. Uh, so this has just been announced in the US. But what excites me too is this tri-band connectivity where previously you had to connect the cameras to a 2.4 gigahertz network, and for some people, that was frustrating because they didn't know where the 2.4 gigahertz network's located. It wasn't named. So the band, you just have to be lucky to find the band, have it on the go to the edge of your network and hope it connects. Well, now with the 5 gigahertz and 2.4 gigahertz connectivity, that means a couple of things. Easier to connect, or uh, well more than a couple of things. Means easier to connect, longer range too, the Wi-Fi range you'll get now. So you'll be able to place the camera, especially on the 5 gigahertz You'll be able to place the cameras even further out on your property. So you might have a maybe your, your, your garage out the front or a, you might have an area at the back you want to monitor as well. Having connection through 5 gigahertz is really cool also. That, that really helps with that range. But also too, having the 5 gigahertz connectivity as well as the 2.4 means less RF resistance. That's radio frequency interference, I should say. Less interference. So you're still getting that maximum video quality as well. Now, the cameras will be available in Australia in the coming months. Uh, The new 5 Pro 5S 2K security camera is going to be priced at $249.99 US dollars. So let's call that $350 Aussie dollars, perhaps maybe $399 Aussie dollars. I'll let you know as soon as we find that out. But the other product, and I've got to admit, I did first see this back at the Consumer Electronics Show back in January This is the Arlo Home Security System. So you imagine if you've already got your set of Arlo cameras, that's great because they can integrate with this home security system. So you're getting whole home protection. So yes, you've got your cameras to sense things, but you've also got these multi-sensors that can have eight sensing functions. So imagine these wireless sensors that can be used to Detect if a window or doors open. They can detect a water leak. They can detect changes to light and temperature. They can also detect smoke and carbon monoxide. So these sensors can be placed anywhere in your home, on walls, windows, doors, under sinks, water heaters, all around the place. And as soon as they go off, they can alert authorities. So you can get that you can build in emergency response to this system as well. So your cameras are working to detect things. The sensors are also working as well. And there's a little keypad that comes with this system that gives you complete control and that one touch access to emergency responses. So there is going to be professional monitoring services. I believe in Australia, that's that again, this was announced in the US. In Australia, we're going to also see this 24 7 professional monitoring services, So, uh, which you can manage through the Arlo Secure app. So Arlo really taking charge in terms of not only your home security, your whole home security, but remember a few weeks ago, they got the Arlo Safe product, which also can give you some personal security as well. Arlo, very hardworking people at Arlo. That's two product announcements in one week. If you want to see all of those, you can see all those stories at techguide.com.au. DJI has just released the new affordable version of the very popular Mavic Three drone. Now, remember the previous Mavic Three? It had the Hasselblad camera, but also had the telephoto secondary telephoto lens. There was a cine version for was like about eight thousand dollars, and of course, people bought it because it's offered excellent quality. But some people couldn't afford that, and so what DJI has done is introduced the Mavic Three. Classic, so that your affordable version of the Mavic 3 still has the Hasselblad camera and the same flight performance. So you can have the same 4x3 CMOS 20 megapixel camera, 46 minute maximum flight time as well, same as the original Mavic 3 drone. Uh, also works too, so the Mavic 3 works with existing DJI remotes, so the DJI RC, the DJI RC Pro, the DJI RC N1. So easier to integrate this. So if you already got that that one of those remotes, you don't have to shell out for another remote, boom, you can upgrade to the new Mavic 3. There is a package to buy just the Mavic 3 drone by itself. So the Mavic 3 Classic has the same Hasselblad camera, but without the telephoto lens. So if you looked at the previous model, there's like two lenses on the camera, and which obviously made it more expensive, but the Mavic 3 Classic can still capture 5.1K at 50 frames a second, 4K at up to 60 frames per second, 1080p at 60 frames per second using H.264 and H.265 encoders. If you're a videographer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it also captures slow-mo. So you can capture video 4K at 120 frames per second and 1080p at 200 frames per second. Now, when shooting your stills, you get 20 megapixels images and they're processed in 12-bit RAW, so RAW format so you can really get in and it gives you a massive file for you to really get in and do some editing. Video is processed in a 10-bit D-log when you're shooting your video. This means you're still getting that true color and vivid color as well as the detailed rich shadows as well. So on the shooting side, the photography side, you're still producing some remarkable photos and videos. Now let's talk about the flying side. And I already said 46 minutes on a single charge, which is remarkable. There are lots of sensors on board here too. So front, back, top and bottom. So you're not going to fly into anything. If you do a return to home, it's not going to just fly into a tree or a building. So that that's that's good to know also has though the same intelligent algorithm so you can track subjects, frame images, fly in cinematic flight patterns. so active track locks onto a subject and they can just film them smoothly while they're moving even though they're moving they can still lock on and track them. So you're getting real pro level videos there. There's also master shots so shooting and editing functions automated so makes the whole process even simpler. Quick shots, this is my favourite. There's several modes here where you can do like a a, a panor- like a circular shot, a corkscrew, the, the dronies and all these photos, and it looks remarkable. But here's a new feature. This is cool. It's got now cruise control. So what that means, pilots can set a constant speed for the drone. Say you're going in one direction. So rather than holding one of the sticks for a certain a certain pressure to maintain that speed, now you can set cruise control, and what does that mean? It means you can then focus on the photography side of things, so you you, you can you can do your pans and tilts and all that without having to be worrying about flying the drone as well. It, it's Of course, you've got to have line of sight and have it in nice open space, but what, what I find, and, and I fly my drone a lot too, I find this, that when you're trying to adjust your flight path and speed and trying to capture the shot at the same time, Slowing down and speeding up is what brings the shakes into your shots. So those camera shakes are eliminated now that you've got that constant speed with cruise control. I'm looking forward to trying that one out. Also, once you're on the ground again, the Mavic 3 Classic can convert your raw imagery into shareable content. And it does that with a high-speed quick transfer. You can download the content directly from the drone to your phone over Wi-Fi 6 And you're getting speeds up to 80 megabytes per second. And that's without even needing to connect the remote control. So that's uh, instantly you've got some amazing footage you can share right away. Now, the Mavic 3 Classic comes in three purchase configurations. One is drone only, which is $22.99 Aussie dollars. And as I said, if you've got an existing remote, you don't need to buy another one. But if you want to buy the uh, the Mavic Three Classic, which this includes a charger and the DJI RC um, and the DJI RC N1 remote controller, that's two thousand three hundred and ninety nine dollars. You do get the charger with the drone only, by the way. You just don't get the remote. And if you want to buy the Mavic Three Classic, for you, this includes the DJI RC, so that is the the controller with the screen on it. And you get the uh, that's that's available for two thousand five hundred and ninety nine bucks. It's only drone only is twenty two ninety nine. There's a, the the next one up with the screen that you the remote that you bring your phone to it. That that's the screen. That's twenty three ninety nine. And the remote with the screen is twenty five ninety nine. So even if you haven't got the remote with the screen, it's well worth it if you want to move up to the twenty five nine nine and and get that. They've also got the fly more kit which I always recommend to buy because it includes two extra batteries, a charging hub, a car charger, shoulder bag, and extra propellers, and that's $799. I think that that is well worth the money. If you had to buy all those individually, it'll cost you more than $799. The DJI Mavic 3 Classic. If you want to see all those details, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech God podcast is proudly supported by our good friends at Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Now, we all have heard of the dark web. It's an underground part of the web that isn't searchable from regular search engines. It's where cyber criminals buy and sell illicit items and stolen personal information Like bank account details, credit card details, home addresses, emails, credit card information, and much, much more. Norton 360 Premium includes dark web monitoring, which searches the dark web markets for your personal details. And if they're there, they will notify you. Norton 360 Premium has multiple layers of protection for your devices, online privacy, like a secure VPN, and dark web monitoring, all in a single solution. But it doesn't end there. Apart from the real-time threat detection to help protect you and your devices, parental controls can manage your kids' online time, school time to manage your child's remote learning, a password manager to generate, store, and manage your passwords and other credentials more securely, safe cam for PC and SMS security as well. Norton 360 Premium for PCs, Macs, smartphones, or tablets is available online at au.norton.com or an electrical retailer. And now a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off the reviews this week is Apple's new Apple TV 4K. Now I'm a fan of the uh, Apple TV. It does. I will. I have been asked why should I buy an Apple TV 4K when I've got the Apple TV app on my smartphone. Well, you know what? I'm going to answer that a little bit later. Let's talk about though the the unit itself, and first thing you'll notice is it's smaller. Uh, my first line of my review is, "Honey, I shrunk the Apple TV four K." It is twenty percent smaller. Reason for that is because the they've gotten rid of the internal fan, so they've it's got the it's got the bionic. A15 Bionic on it which is the same the same chip that powers the iPhone 13 so that's a lot of processor for a device like this that's massive and that efficiency means they only needed a thermal design a passive thermal design so out goes the fan Down comes the size by 20%. Not that size was ever a big deal because this is a little thing you put under your entertainment unit. It's not like a DVD player, a Blu-ray player that's massive. But it is nice to know they can even shrink the footprint down even further. Now, this time around, there's two models available, one without an Ethernet port, so Wi-Fi only, and then one with an Ethernet port, so Wi-Fi plus Ethernet. So if you want to wire your connection, because I always think, wired is always better than wireless you'll get a better better quality all around but if you only if you've got no intention of connecting a, a cable and, and can't connect a cable then you save 30 bucks and buy the Wi-Fi only the Wi-fi only model though has only got 64 gig of memory the Wi-Fi plus Ethernet not only has an Ethernet port but 128 gig of storage so for an extra 30 bucks my advice is, just go for go for bro. Go for the the 128, the Wi Fi plus Ethernet. For 30 bucks, you're gonna you might be able to use that one day. So that's my advice. I'd I'd go I'd go big or go home there. So get get the one with the Ethernet port and them and more storage. Storage is important because you're not only storing uh, apps, but also this is a very popular gaming platform now. If you've got Apple Arcade or downloading individual games, they take up space on the device. So, even if you've got your movies downloaded, all those things, having that extra space comes in handy, especially if you like your games. I mentioned it's powered by the A15 Bionic chip. So, really snappy performance. You can zoom around the menus really quickly. And of course, what I like about Apple TV, the Apple TV 4K, is that how it really works well with your other Apple devices and other Apple services. So, if you've got Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple Fitness Plus, Boom! They work on this as well. HomeKit also works well on the Apple TV 4K, so you can check your security cameras or doorbells on here as well. Um, you can use your phone, uh, iPhone, as a remote control or as a keyboard. You know when you want to enter, in, enter text into the into the Apple TV on the screen. It's a real hassle having to go letter by letter. If you've got an iPhone, you'll hear a little buzz, a little notification, and it'll open up a keyboard so you can just type it in on your phone. That's always handy. And you can make purchases or sign into apps that you've already already signed into on your other devices with Face ID or Touch ID as well. Even setting up the Apple TV is really simple. And I've got a couple of Apple TVs. I've got one in my theater. And this, the other one I decided to set up in the lounge room where I've got a 80, 85-inch 80, Samsung 8K Neo QLED TV in the lounge room. So I thought, I'm going to set that up out there. And all I had to do was to come near the, near the Apple TV, tap the top of it like I'm making a payment – it says then, okay, setting up your Apple TV. It grabbed all my all my settings from iCloud, including all the apps that I downloaded and all the other settings that I had in the settings, and boom, I was up and running in minutes. Uh, and so having having that that convenience it's not a hassle to set it up or replace one if you say oh, I'm going to eventually put this in the theater the in my home theater to get the better result in terms of the that's one of the improvements is HDR10 plus support as well as Dolby Vision support so that's uh that's handy right there so what whatever streaming services you use either has HDR10 plus high dynamic range or Dolby Vision and now that you've got all kinds you're covered no matter what streaming service or content you're watching so there is support for both of those, and they happen to be the most, the two most popular dynamic HDR formats that's used in the industry. Uh, and of course, that's or on the audio side, and also you can also hear great Dolby Atmos as well. That they can, of course, your TV has to be able to uh, has to be able to support 4K and those as well. Your Apple TV can't magically give your TV Dolby Vision compatibility, but it can relay that content to your TV to showcase and utilize that compatibility. Uh, So, yeah, easy to do that. The other star of the show here is the remote. The Siri remote is really handy, and uh, what I like about it, there's a little subtle little feature here. The buttons are all different, and I mean not not the the shape of the button. So when you're looking at them, they're mostly round, but – They've got different texture. So the one's concave, one's flat, one's one's uh convex and one's long oval shaped. So it's really easy just to just to use it in the dark or even without looking at it. So that that that's also good. The it's also now they've gotten rid of the lightning port. It is USB C powered now as well. So you can use the cord, the cable that came with the new iPad or one of the other iPad Air or Pro and the new iPhones as well. So same Charging cable, and you, if you've got an iPhone already, then you've got the cable—a recent iPhone—and then you've got the cha- the cable to charge this as well. <clears throat> it is. Uh, it is a. A, a, a nice, a nice step in the right direction. The, the the processing power, the improvement in processing power, has really enabled a lot of dev- a lot of quality and like really smooth stuff now. So you're able to get to your content and you enjoy it in its best quality, the the best quality your TV can give you. Now, why would you use this instead of just the Apple, the Apple TV app on your phone? Very good question. Well. Apple TV has – Apple TV 4K has an app store built in so you can download games individually or as part of the Apple Arcade subscription. You can also use Siri Voice Assistant. You get the remote control too. You don't get that with the, with just the Apple app, Apple TV app on your TV. You can integrate HomeKit with Apple TV. You can choose the personal photo screensaver option on iCloud Photo. So if you want your family photos on your TV. You can use SharePlay to watch content together from different locations. You can also watch these amazing aerial screensavers. They're fantastic too. They look really cool on a 4K or 8K TV. So a lot of features that you can't unlock with just the app. The app, of course, gives you access to the, the content, but all those other bells and whistles you do, and the added storage too, you do need to have the actual Apple TV 4K. And as I said, the TV Apple TV 4K Wi-Fi only is 219 bucks with 64 gig. Extra 30 bucks, you're getting Apple TV, Wi Fi plus Ethernet ethernet, and 128 gig of storage. Do yourself a favor, spend the extra 30 bucks to have more storage and the option of connecting Apple TVK physically with a cable. Well worth it. You want to read our complete review? Check it out techguide.com.au. Now we are big Bose fans around here. I do like their headphones and earphones, and we've just just had a look at the or had a listen, I should say, the Bose Quiet Comfort 2 earbuds. We wrote about them about a month or two ago. Uh, the announcement. They are now available, and we got to, to road test them. And you know what? There is there is no disappointment on the sound side. Amazing how not only how good they sound, but how the sound can be personalized to suit the way we hear sound. Did you know that we hear sound differently? Our, our ear canals and our eardrums hear sound differently to the next person. So we've got our own little personal ways of hearing sound and what the Bose QuietComfort 2 earbuds can do is play a little noise down your ear canal and be able to interpret the your ear canal's acoustic response. So it plays this proprietary tone. So this custom sound, custom tune, they call it, sound calibration, plays a tone through a microphone inside the earbud and it can measure your ear canal's acoustic response. Yes, our ear canals make noises, but you can't pick it up, of course. You need the special microphone, but that's how it interprets how we hear sound. And then it tweaks that so that you hear not only the audio, it's better audio quality for you, but also improves the noise cancellation as well. Because when you think about it, if we're hearing differently, then the noise cancellation has to be different as well. And Bose has got you covered right there. Now, let's talk about the design. Now, the earbuds themselves have had a makeover. Anyone who's seen the previous model, they were monsters, these things. So the little bit inside your ear, mostly hanging outside your ear, and with a charging case the size of a mid-sized car, I'm joking, but it's it's b- much bigger than a regular charging case. Well, Bose have got the message here, and they've reduced the size of both the case and the earphones themselves. So they, there is, they are, they have been reduced significantly. I think they're saying they're a third smaller than the previous version, but they're still larger than other brands, just so you know. Now, if you've got small ears and if you if you have trouble with regular earbuds, then these might not fit – these won't fit everyone because they've got not only the bud part of the, ear, of the earbud that goes inside your ear, there's also a small stalk that hangs outside your ear as well. So there's your silicon tip that goes in your ear. There's a little wing at the back. So when you twist it in, there's an extra grip. So uh, you want to get that secure feeling. We – look – I, I like this smaller size, but they're still larger than your average earphones. And we did manage; it took a little while to mat to fit them in properly. Uh, you, you'll get used to it. But audio-wise, zero complaints. Excellent sound. Excellent noise cancellation. The fit though might not suit everyone. So that and it comes with different ear tips and, and wings to make it fit. But they're still physically quite large uh, compared to others. I'm not saying they're gargantuan, but compared to other brands, they are, they are on the larger side. Uh, the the earphones the, the active noise cancellation again second to none. Bose is a leader here, already the best ANC among the best that we've heard on earphones. Can really isolate you from the others from the outside world, and great if you're on a on public transport on a flight. It's a really good way to zone out. Um, but also they do have a wear mode. So if you do need to hear what's happening around you, you can uh, you can use that, but it also has a new feature called active sense. So it makes that transparency even better. So uh, the AirPods, the Apple's AirPods have a similar feature where it, it actually uses a level of noise cancellation. If you, it does hear loud noises. It's not just expose you to massive loud sounds. It's going to temper that with a, a degree of noise cancellation so that you're not going to get uh, deafened and disturbed by these loud sounds. Sound quality, as I said, is is so good. It is, uh, you yeah, know, Bose, it's what, it's what you expect. But you know what's also great? Call quality. Making calls through the Bose earphones, really, really good quality. And that's important because you think about how, how often we want to listen to our music, our podcasts, our audio books, but also – we're on the we're on them so long that we're bound to get a phone call and, and having to take them out and it's a hassle. Now with the, the comfort of thinking, right, well, these are going to work. It's going to sound great. I don't have to take them out of my ears. I've done radio interviews with these things in my ear and they sounded terrific. So that that's another big tick for the Bose right there. Now on the outside, they do have capacitive touch controls on each earbud. So you can do the basics, play, pause your music, control your volume and everything. I found them to be a little sensitive. Like even just making a little adjustment of my ear so it doesn't fall out, I ended up pausing the song or, uh, yeah, pausing it, and then I, okay, I had to touch it again to uh, to get it going again. But the little stalk on the outside, I think the reason it's that shape is to give you that range of motion so you can actually swipe up and down for volume, a bit more room to move, to touch the thing. I think that's half the problem. You've got to get used to where that large surface on the outside, larger than a normal earbud. Not a deal breaker, but something that may take some getting used to. Uh, it does also have a, a IPX4 rating, so no sweat if you are in the gym. Get it, no sweat, uh, and also water resistance too. So if you're in the rain, maybe light rain, you're not gonna you're not gonna break them. Battery life: six hours for the earbuds themselves. Another three further charges, so uh, all up you're looking at uh, twenty four hours of charge. So six hours in the buds, and another eighteen. Uh, with the charging case. And the charging case, thankfully, is way smaller than last year. Still slightly bigger than other brands, but uh, way smaller than last time. The Bose QuietComfort 2 earbuds are available now in black or white. They're 429 bucks. And if you want to read our complete review, check it out, techguide.com.au. Well the wait well the wait is not completely over because we still need to wait for the actual release but the wait to find out the release date and the price is over. And so the announcement came through Sony Interactive Entertainment Australia will release the PlayStation VR2 the highly anticipated VR2 on February the 22nd 2023. Circle that date in your calendar, ladies and gentlemen. Pre-orders commence November 15. So keep an eye out for that as well. Circle that date also. You don't want to be missing out here. You don't want a PlayStation 5 situation where you're going to be waiting years for this thing. The, PS, the PlayStation VR 2 will be priced at $879.95. Which is actually more than the PlayStation Five console itself. But don't forget, you're getting the PS2 PSVR2 headset, the PSVR2 Sense controllers. You need two, one for each hand, and stereo headphones. So that's a, that's the, you're getting all of that. Uh, you can buy the VR Sense controller charging station, so you're charging the the hand controllers for seventy nine ninety five separately, and so you can charge the Sense controllers without the need to connect it to the PlayStation 5 console. That's what you used to have to do before with the first version. The virtual reality headset is already being supported by the world's top gaming developers, and they are working like crazy to get their titles ready for the VR2 launch. One of those titles is Horizon Call of the Mountain. That's also available for pre-order starting this month. And customers can also purchase the PlayStation VR Horizon Call of the Mountain bundle for $959.95. It is more expensive because you also get a PlayStation Store voucher code for the game, Horizon Call of the Mountain. Plus you get the PS2, PSVR2, you get the headset, the PSVR2 sense controllers and the stereo headphones. So exactly what you get with a basic bundle, but you get a game uh, with it as well. Now, the – we wrote a few, a few months ago about some of the features that's going to be included. One feature is the see-through view. So you've got to remember there are little cameras on the outside of this thing. So while it can immerse you in the game, it does allow you to see through those front cameras to check your real-life surroundings, make sure you're not going to walk into a wall or put a hole through your television, uh, and that allows you to see where you are this can be accessed using the function button on the headset to switch between viewing your surroundings or the content through the headset. So very important safety tip there. You'll also be able to stream yourself too. So uh, while you're playing, if you're connected to PS5 HD camera to the console, you can broadcast yourself while you're playing. But here's the part I like too. Not everyone has the wide open spaces to use a virtual reality headset. I don't know whether you've ever done this, but you need a bit of room to move. And I'm not, I'm not talking crazy amount of space, but it does make use of your existing space so what it does there, there is there is a, uh, a a function where the onboard cameras can scan the room and map your play zone so you can see the the limits to where you can move and if you look on YouTube there's so many funny videos of people on VR breaking things and doing things and falling over and you don't want that to happen to you the VR mode, you can have 360 degree view in a virtual environment and they're displayed in 4,000 4, by 2040 HD video format. That's 2,000 by 2040 per eye with a 90 hertz and 120 hertz frame rate. Looking forward to that. Cinematic mode, the PS2, PSVR, what do I say PS2 all the time? PSVR2 can view the PS5 system and user interface along with a non-VR game and media content on a virtual cinema screen. Cinematic mode is displayed in 1920 by 1080 HDR video. Uh, So as a reminder, again, PlayStation VR 2 on sale February the 22nd, 2023. So 22nd of the 2nd, 23. Mark that on your diaries. Pre orders kick off November 15, 2022. So, especially mark that in your diaries. You don't want to miss out. The PlayStation VR2, if you don't know what it looks like, there are pictures and more information at techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi Fi brand. If your home demands superior Wi-Fi, treat it with a masterpiece in connectivity. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6E from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6E is the first and only Wi-Fi 6 quad-band whole home mesh system opening an exclusive all-new 6 gigahertz superhighway that's fine-tuned to deliver unprecedented Wi-Fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow, it's Wi Fi perfectly engineered. Wi Fi 6E, the fastest Wi Fi ever. Find out more at netgear.com.au forward slash best Wi Fi. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk is brought to you by Belkin. Belkin. Belkin.com forward slash AU. If you're looking to buy chargers, cables, MagSafe products, screen protectors for your smartphones, Belkin is the place to get it. Belkin.com forward slash AU. Well, this week on the help desk, I thought we'd talk about, especially since all the the data breaches and everyone's worried about sharing the details and sharing information. I had an interesting uh, message from a reader talking about making credit card payments with their smartphone. Uh, so they were asking, "Look, am I sharing all my information? Is this dangerous?" My answer is no. It's actually safer to have a credit card on your phone than a piece of plastic in your wallet. So if you were to lose your phone, the person couldn't get into your phone because they don't know your passcode, or they don't have your face for face ID, they don't have your fingerprint for touch ID. So they've just they, they can do nothing. If you dropped your wallet in the street. Then someone can look through your wallet and go tapping away on everything, every store they come across, to a certain value. But you need to be pretty quick to cancel that card, otherwise they're going to rack up a bill. And the same thing goes for payments too. I know Apple Pay, Google Pay, Samsung Pay, uh, they all use a token system. So if you're buying, you're purchasing something, whether it's online or in person, when you make that purchase. A unique token is generated to facilitate the transaction, so the store gets their money, you get your product, and that is the, nothing is shared. They don't know your name, they don't know your your credit card details. That's a one-off purchase, one-off transaction token created, so that it is safer. So that that's answering that question, and I think the people are surprised to hear that. Oh, I've heard people say, "I'm not putting my cards on a phone. Who God knows what's going to happen." Well. You carry a wallet around with all this plastic, it is actually, it is more, if you lose your wallet, it's gonna create more damage than if you have your credit cards in your wallet. Plus, you know what? You don't have to carry a wallet. If they're all on your phone, I know people who don't carry a wallet because they've got their wallet in there, with their phone in there, I mean, they've got their, I'll start that again. They don't carry a wallet because they've got their credit cards on the phone. They've got their license on their phone. They've got all their all their loyalty cards all on there. Stow card, all these other these apps you can use. So there's no physical reason to have a wallet anymore. Uh, so, what? Why do that? I, I, me, I'm a still pretty tactile sort of bloke. I've got my cards and I've got my license and I, I carry cash, would you believe, as well. So, I don't know. I'm old school, but that's not for everyone. But bottom line your digital wallet is safer than your physical wallet. And that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you need to find out more about anything we've spoken about, you can head over to techguide.com.au and find all that information. And if you want to get in touch with us too, we'd love to hear from you. Email us, info at techguide.com.au. We want to thank our great sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Now, thank you so much for listening. We're taking next week off. We're actually on holiday. So we'll be back with you on November the 21st. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. We'll be